everyone. Welcome to the Happy Health Podcast. I'm your host, Amy Catania. Each week, we'll discuss all things to make you happier and healthier. Hope you enjoy the show. Hey everyone, it's Amy. Welcome back to another episode of the Happy Health Podcast. Today I want to talk about some simple things to start implementing now before we go into the holiday season. So I realize that it is still early at the time that this podcast is going to go live. It is only September, let me, I'm checking the date, (laughs) September 23rd actually. So you may be thinking, well, Amy, the holidays aren't here yet, right? We, you know, the Halloween is not here yet. And then we have Thanksgiving and Christmas and, and all the other holidays that come around that time. You're like, why are you talking about this now? For two reasons. One, it's going to be here before you know it. Before we know it. I mean, this we already know 2020 is like on a, in a time warp. It's like the slowest, fastest year ever. Right, so it's gonna come quick, and once the the holidays start rolling around, but we blink and it's it's January, right? The second is that this week is the actually the last week in the quarter, and that's when I like to start looking at my next quarter, which is gonna be part of the things I want you to start thinking about. So we're gonna go through five things that I want you to start implementing and thinking about and doing now, so that you're set up to win in the next quarter, whether that's win in your diet. Most of these things are actually diet wise because that's when people start going off the rails, <laughs> right? And then we got to, we got to like, we're like, we look back in January, we're like, oh my goodness, I got so out of my routine and out of my, my things. I got to start fresh. I got to start over, right? All right. So let's dive right into it. First one is think of your diet as a whole and not as each individual thing. So what I mean by that is um, after years and years of nutrition coaching, what I notice is that people tend to, they eat one meal, right? They eat breakfast and it's, it's uh, I don't want to say good or bad because that's not how I want people to think of it. But let's see, one is really healthy, one is not so healthy, right? And then the next meal they're thinking, they, they don't even remember breakfast, right? They're on to, they just eat, what do you know? They have a busy lunchtime and then they just grab, they grab another unhealthy meal, right? Um, and then it just, it goes back and forth and we, we, we think of it as individual. And then at the end of the week, we don't have a real sense of how we did because we're, we're not thinking of the thing as the week as a whole. So what I mean by this and why I want you to start, especially during the holidays, is it maybe it's obviously going to be a little different because 2020 we're not going to have as many holiday parties we're not going to have as many things just because we can't um or we're just they're not available right we're probably there's probably not going to be a lot of like company parties and stuff but that doesn't mean that we're not going to have like family events and we're not going to you know dine in a little bit more because it's it's the day before Thanksgiving and you don't want to cook because you're cooking the next day or you're cooking for Thanksgiving or all these little things, right? Um, You want to look at it as a whole because when I know, let's say, for example, I am going to a party on a Friday and let's say I'm not doing 75 hard, which I'm still in the middle of, and I know that I'm just going to, I'm probably going to just let loose and just kind of let myself eat whatever I want. I'll scale back a little bit, like especially that day. I won't eat, I won't, I'll probably eat less carbs or maybe no carbs because I know I'm going to eat a lot of carbs at the, 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 uh, at the dinner, just because most times that's what most places are carb heavy, right? If you go to a party, if you go to dinner, they tend to be carb heavy, not necessarily always, but let's just go with it for the example. So 
I'll, I'll scale back. I'll also make sure that, um, the, the rest of the week I'm eating fairly healthy, right? Like, and pretty on point. Uh, and, and when I do that, I look back at my week and I'm like, okay, I only really went off. And again, I don't want to say like good and bad because I don't think how that, that's how we should be thinking about our food, but I only went off the rails a little bit at one meal, right? Or one or two meals, right? And I'm definitely looking at it, looking at it like that as opposed to, oh, I ate bad one week, one day, the rest of this week is just shot. I might as well just like forget about it. I might as well just not even, I'll start again the next Monday, right? Because I had one day that I just went to town, ate a whole box of donuts and whatever, right? So start, start thinking about that because it helps you plan and it helps you think, um, and it actually helps you get a lot of wins, right? Like I look back at my week, there have been times that I will have a meal and not so much now because I am doing a stricter thing with 75 hard. But even when I was doing my, my diet for my skin, I had pretty strict rules for that. But there was one day that I made rice. I made, I make it in the rice cooker and I was just hungry and I ate so much rice. Like so much. I probably ate like three cups of rice. Like it was insane. And I had, um, uh, avocado. I had like, I put avocado in it. I had this big thing and I actually woke up the next morning and I had lost another pound. Right. So you, you don't want to look at things like, Oh, I did this. Now I'm just, Oh, that was a horrible meal. I might as well just go. I ate way more than I should have. I, I might as well just go crazy. Like I knew because of the rest of the week was so on point that one meal wasn't going to knock me off. But I also knew that I, I am consciously staying on point at certain meals so that I can have a meal like that when my body needs it and I can go forward with it. And I, I'm making this a little vague because I am, a, in terms of like good or bad, I am a huge proponent proponent of intuitive eating. And I'm actually, I was talking to my nutrition coach at my gym and I, I really think I'm going to have her come on the podcast and do something on like reverse dieting and and just like eating how you listening to your body because I think it's a huge thing but that's the topic for another time all right let's go into number two so number two is look at your workout routine and plan accordingly for how your your next quarter is going to be and how your next how your the holidays are for you right so w- what happens with a lot of us is that our summers look very different from our holidays our holidays look very different from the beginning of the year but we try to we try to force ourselves to do the same thing all year or maybe we don't even realize that we're doing that right so especially this year right things have just been crazy so like if you're if you have kids your summer looked a lot different now that you have kids in school or online or that you may be traveling going going away for holidays like things start to happen right so you want to you may need to to make some changes to your to your workout routine so it could be a couple of things right it could be scaling back let's say you have been working out 4 to 5 days a week because you had the time now that the holidays are coming in people are coming in town whatever is going on you may need to scale back to two or three times a week and that's okay but here's why i want you to like pay attention to it and i'm going to give you a couple of other examples but i really want you to pay attention to it because what i see over and over again people don't scale back they just try to fit it all in and it becomes overwhelming it becomes too much and your workout is one of the first things to go 
So if you give yourself the grace and the the allowance to scale it back, if that's what you need, right? Some people don't need to scale it back. Like I, I'll be honest, I have no kids. It's just me and my husband. My family all live in Texas. My holidays don't change. Like the holiday time doesn't change that much for me for my schedule, right? So I don't necessarily need to scale back. But if you have a lot of things going on, if you're a busy mom, if you have kids coming in from college, like you got a lot of shit going on, you may need to go down to two two days a week, three days a week. And that's so much better than just be like, you know what? Oh my God, I missed the gym again. I haven't been able to go. I only went three days this week. I almost went, I only went twice. I'm just going to let it go, right? Because you feel, you almost feel like you're failing. So you rather take it off your plate so it's not another thing that you're failing, right? No, just scale it back and let it be what it is because getting in two or three workouts is better than getting in none. Okay, so you also can move times. That's another thing that may happen. Maybe you were doing uh, 6 a.m. in the morning, but now that the, or maybe 7 a.m. or 8 a.m. or something, but now that the holidays are coming around, that time is busy for you and you need to go to 6, right? So you need to go to 6 a.m. or you need to go from the morning to the evening or vice versa. Look at those things and and play around with them. And it may change different weeks and all that, and it's okay. But I want you to start being aware of it because if you're not aware of that, I'm telling you, it's gonna smack you in the face, and you're just gonna it's just gonna just oh forget about it. I'll work out in January. Another thing is you may want to reduce the time, right? So let's say you're working out for an hour every day or or a couple of times a week, a few times a week. Maybe you scale it back to 30 minutes. You keep it four or five days a week, but now it's 30 minutes instead of that that hour. Still better. There's nothing wrong with that, okay? And I keep stressing that because I see it over and over again. People are like, I can't do what I normally do. I might as well just not even do it. And you just, different seasons, different, you have different uh, goals. There's different time limits. It's okay, all right? So number three is we know the holidays, what holidays is, I already see all the posts, the pumpkin spice comes out, the peppermint mocha, all these like comforting, warm foods that we know and we associate with the holidays. And then where we're eating healthy, sometimes those don't necessarily gel, right? Not because they don't gel, because we don't think of them like that, right? We, we don't necessarily, most of us don't think of healthy foods as being comforting, right? Healthy foods are like salads and, and what most people think of healthy foods as salads and, and fruit and all that things. And that stuff is great in the summer because it's, it's cool and it's refreshing and it's light. And you can do that because you're hot and you don't want anything like heavy and it's perfect. But then as we start getting into the colder times of the year, you're like, well, I don't want a salad because I'm freezing. <laughs> I want this big comfort food of like the stew or whatever. So my advice is to start looking up recipes and to start finding healthy ways to incorporate those comfort foods. There are plenty. Go on Pinterest and literally type in healthy blah, 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 whatever that is, right? Whatever that comfort food is. I guarantee you, you will find a a version that is healthier than the version that you're maybe accustomed to. And that's going to help tremendously staying on your diet and sticking to your goals, but still having that warm comfort food. Like for example, I love soups and I'm one of those weird people that can have soups during the summer. I just love them so much, but I love making, I I amp it up during the, the, when it's cold, I'm all about the soups. I'm making, um, butternut squash soup. And actually tonight is kind of rainy here. I'm going to make carrot, roasted carrot soup, uh, carrot and onion soup. Uh, I make stews in the Instapot or in the, 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 um, 
what is that called? The crock pot. I actually normally make them in the crock pot, but this year I have an Instapot, so I'm going to start exploring that. And I use the the pumpkin and the squashes and and all the and the, like pumpkin spice. I love. I make pumpkin spice hot chocolate. You can actually get pumpkin spice as just a spice that doesn't have like the sugar. It doesn't have everything in there. And I make my hot chocolate and then I just add pumpkin spice to it. There's all sorts of th- things you could do. Same thing with peppermint mocha. I'm not typically. I'm not a mocha. I'm not a ch- coffee person, but I love peppermint. I put a drop of peppermint in my hot chocolate. Obviously I'm using uh, essential oils for that, but there's all sorts of things you can do to start bringing those flavors in. And I'm not saying that you're going to, you have to never get these things, like never get the pumpkin spice, uh, latte at Starbucks ever, but it's probably not a great idea depending on your goals to have one every single day, right? That's probably not the best. Those things are chock full of empty calories. So you may want to just satisfy that that flavor profile by putting it in a healthy recipe and then every once in a while splurging and getting that pumpkin spice latte, right? And it's I'm telling you, uh it it hits it it definitely it it's a little it's there's something about it that makes you feel like, "Oh my gosh, this is so much better." And you start actually becoming accustomed to the healthier version. I posted a long time ago on my um Facebook and my Instagram about this, the soy chai latte I made at home. And I like it better than the Starbucks one. Like I haven't been able to, that's, that was a no, no for me for 75 hard. So I haven't had it, but I did like getting it every once in a while, but now I, I just make it at home and it's so much better. <laughs> and I just, I like it more. And when I, I'm sure, cause I haven't had one in two months, but I'm sure if I, if I was to get it from Starbucks, the last time I got it, it was a little sweet. So right now, if, especially because I haven't had it in so long, it might be a little sweet. So um, definitely I will be posting, if you are not in my Facebook group, on Tuesdays I post recipes. And during the, the winter and the when it's in fall right now, I'm going to start doing all sorts of comfort, healthy food. So definitely get in there. It's Happy Health with Amy Catanio on Facebook and get uh, get those recipes. And Try right now if you're you're not there. Um, go on Pinterest and just like I said, type in things and start there. Right, so really start transitioning from those cooler, uh, refreshing foods that we like that are healthy to more warm, comforting foods that are still healthy for the the uh, holidays. All right, number four is also just as we looked at our workout routine, look at your routine for dealing with stress. So the st- stress factor goes up a notch for actually, I mean, more than a notch for most people during the holidays, right? Yeah. It's supposed to be this time where it's joyous and we're, we're giving and we're, we're, you know, receiving all these gifts and we're just like supposed to be joy, joy, joy. Right. But for some of us, that is not the case, right? We have to get a gift for this. We have to do this. We have to plan that. Like I know I always, I've been hosting Thanksgiving at my house for the last few years. And while I absolutely love it, I honestly, I really, really do enjoy it. It's still stressful that day and the day before and probably a couple of days before if I'm, as I'm planning things and, and getting all the stuff for it. So I definitely have to reevaluate my level of stress um, and what I'm doing to, to help mitigate that stress, you know, like doing, and for me personally, I obviously use essential oils and the Zoterra products for that. So I actually started taking 
um, because my stress is starting already as we go into this next quarter. I'm, I'm getting busier and busier. We're about we're uh, about to rent out the house we're in. We're getting a new house. Like there's a lot of things on my plate, right? Uh, so I've been taking the adaptive soft gels every single day because my stress level is different right now than it was a, a few months ago. So I have to do different things, right? I started doing rock painting. I don't know if you follow me on Facebook and Instagram. <laughs> I started doing that. It's super meditative and I absolutely love it. And it's I could just sit at the table after a long day and just kind of do that. And what's funny, one of my trainers asked me today, they're like, but, but what do you do with the rocks after? <laughs> Right, like he's just like couldn't get it. And like you just you just look at them; they're just pretty. Or you could give them away. Like it's not even about the end product. It's about like stopping my brain for a second and just like focusing on that is so amazing. So that's something that I'm gonna be definitely using for this next this upcoming quarter to help me not get super stressed and not like want to pull my hair out. So think of like what things you need to do. Maybe you need to schedule uh, maybe you're somebody that was doing massages once a quarter. Maybe you need one once a month during this holiday season. Maybe you need one twice a week. I mean, not twice a week, every two months, um, every two weeks. <laughs> so um, think about what you need to do. Like what do you, like what things can you add um, so that your your stress level is not going through the roof, right? Because you want to think about it now when you are still in a level-headed place and you're not like drowning in to-do lists and and all these things that you have to get done because at that point yes you can do it but it's going to be a little bit harder because your emotions are going to be all over the place so now's the time to start looking oh i'm going to drive to my family's house and on such and such date from this to this what do i need to fix around that time like what do we need to do and if you're not somebody that plans ahead of time Let's go into number five, right? So look at the goals and what you have coming up for the next three months, right? So for October, November, December. If you are not somebody that plans, don't worry. You can become somebody that plans. This is not something that either you are or you aren't. It's not something that either you're born with or you can never do it ever again, right? It just is like any other skill. You just have to work on it. And I, despite what everybody thinks, everybody swears I was this super organized person that loves planning and does all that. I have talked about it on this podcast. I was not that person. Some days, I'm still not that person. (laughs) Some weeks, I'm still not that person. But I work on it and work on it and work on it because I see the value in when I do it and when when I'm doing it, whether it's 50% of the time, 60%, 70, 80, I see the value in that and as opposed to when I'm not doing it. So when you're listening to this, hopefully you're listening to it at a time before the quarter, you can actually plan out your your quarter. Even if you're listening to this a month into the quarter, you still got November and and December. What is going on? Look in those months. What do you have on the, the schedule? So when I do it, I look at what's what vacations. I do have two vacations planned um, in that time. One is just me and my husband. One is with my family. What do I need to move around that time? And it may sound silly, but this is something I literally did last week because I I get my nails done every three three weeks, and my nail tech, she's super busy. Like she has an uh, a wait list. So if I don't plan around, like if I don't tell her, hey, I'm going to be out of town, I can't get my nails done. Yes, I know it sounds so silly. Oh my gosh, Amy, who cares about your nails? But think about all the other things that you have on your list that you have to move them around 
or they won't get done. Or you're going to be stressed about getting them done at the last minute. So I looked at my schedule already because I have been in planning mode for the next for the next quarter, for the last two weeks. So I looked at it and I was like, oh, crap, I, I have these things. And I actually have a two-day event. And that, that surprisingly is the only of the only thing that's going to actually um, fall on my nail appointment day. So I messaged her and we, we got a new date scheduled, right? So that's done. Boom. And then I look at that, talking about that two-day event, that it's on a Tuesday and a, and a Wednesday. Um, and it's, it's, it's in town. Uh, so I, but I, I'll be gone all day, right? I'm going to be at a conference center, um, and like in a conference room. I don't want to say center, uh, because it's, it's not that. It's like 10 people, but, but I'm going to be gone all day. So everything that I normally do on a Tuesday and a Wednesday, I have to make sure that I move those on different days. And when I move them, I need to make sure it doesn't come, uh, it doesn't conflict with anything else I have in my schedule, right? So like Tuesdays, for example, is a day that, I have my leadership meeting with my my husband and the my our other to our, our lead trainer and my manager at my gym. So we have to move that, right? I have to make sure either we move that or we figure out like are they going to do it without us and then we they just figure we just like come together for another quick meeting after. I have to look at that or it won't get done, right? The vacation that I have plans with my family in December. We're going to be gone for a, almost a week. So everything I normally do within a week, whether it's posting in my Facebook group and creating this podcast, like all these things, I have to make sure they're done before or I delegate it to somebody. Like I have to look at that stuff and I have to look at it sooner rather than later because once the ball starts rolling, it's real hard to to look at it and be like, oh my gosh. And that's when we get that overwhelm and we, we get stuck because we didn't do those things. So, um, and you don't have to be so, so extreme with it in the beginning if that's not you, right? Like you, I may have said some things you're like, whoa, I haven't even thought about that. But just look at it, right? Just look at it and start with, are there, do you have something monthly or every week or something that conflicts with something you already have on your schedule? Can you move that now? Imagine if you can move that now and it's super easy and boom, done, you move that appointment now you don't even have to think about it come November because it's already moved. That's how I feel about my nail appointment. I don't have to stress that I have to tell uh, I have to tell my nail tech and now she's stressed because she's trying to get me in and it just causes all this this thing. We got it moved, boom, done, right? I just it's just it's such a relief to move the things we can. Just like cutting back on the workout routines or moving those times, like just knowing that stuff and it's already on my calendar, it's already on my schedule. I don't need to stress and I can just go into the 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 holiday season and yes there's going to be stressful things, but all those little things are now not going to stress me because I've already addressed them. Right. And I'm addressing them at a time where I'm not stressed and I'm not super um, anxious about that that week. Right. So let's recap the first. We want to think of your diet as a whole and not as individual meals. And that's honestly uh, that works for any time, but especially during the holiday season. Be mindful of what you have going on so that you're you're making better choices. Number two is plan out your workout routine and and. Plan it according to your schedule now or your what your schedule is going to be or what you anticipate it to be. It's always better to do to scale it back or to cut the time or to do whatever you need to do to two or three days a week. And then if you're like, oh, you know what? I have extra time today. I'm going to get an extra workout. That's so much better than, oh my gosh, I couldn't get any of my workouts. I'm not going to do anything. 
Um, number three is start researching and start getting into the habit of incorporating those comfort foods into healthier recipes so that you don't feel like you're missing out or that you're missing something during the holiday season, right? Uh, and again, uh, I invite you to join my Facebook group. It's Happy Health with Amy Catania on Facebook. Every Tuesday, I post a recipe on, on healthier healthier versions of you know, just different foods that we know and love. Okay, number four is same thing as our workout routine. Plan out our stress routine. What are you doing to mitigate that stress? What What do you need to up? What do you need to remove? What do you need to, what can you do um, as you anticipate what your holiday season is gonna be like? And then number five is sit back and plan this all out. Look at your schedule. Look at what's going on with your family, with your kids, any, and your work, anything, and figure out what you need to change, right? That it all kind of incorporates, these all kind of go together, especially number two and number and number four. We It all kind of incorporates on planning, right? Planning will help. Like um, one of my mentors back in the day would always say, uh, action alleviates anxiety, okay? So when you are taking action and when you are moving things around, that's going to help relieve that, that anxiety and stress around the holidays, okay? So that's it for today. Uh, I will see you guys next time. And if you have any questions, you know where to find me. And if you are enjoying these podcasts, I'd greatly appreciate if you could leave me a review. It helps other people who would love to enjoy this podcast find it and learn all the things we are learning today. Talk to you later. Thank you so much for listening. If you're enjoying the show so far, it would mean the world to me if you could take a moment to write a review. Also, be sure to subscribe on the platform of your choice to get updated on the next episode. The Happy Health Podcast is now on iTunes, Spotify, Stitcher, and all other major podcast platforms.